and you let the people at home split their own bun and dump their own meat with sauce and cheesy, cheesy sauce on it, it's a fucking brilliant to-go idea that nobody's, I haven't seen that from anybody. Right. You could even have like, make them charge extra for like sides of jalapeno or whatever. But the thing is, you create your own sloppy joes because you take the, you don't, like if you're at home and you want to toast your bun, fucking toast your bun. But you, so you don't make the sandwich, you put it into pe- so I'm sorry, if it's a real yeah. idea, it's a real actually really good idea. Try to sell the sizzle on that too. I mean, try to. Also, well here's the other thing, is that we just time stamped it, so if anybody steals it, you can use this Great. podcast Woo! as a copyright and be like, oh, I came up with, well Pam came up with that idea. <laughs> or, you can, or you can write it down. <laughs> you can write it down and send it to yourself in the mm. mail, and when you get that piece of mail, don't open it, and that's the cheapest copyright that you can get. Because if you go to, you, when you go to the court, you just show them the envelope, and they open it there, and they're like, oh, so this did happen before their idea, and then you win. Yeah, no, everyone forgot Sorry, about the Sloppy Joe scenario, dude. No one knows about Sloppy Joes anymore. No Obviously, no one fucking talks about it. No one's selling them. <laughs> yeah, that's your bad. corner, brother man. Joe Take that. That's awesome. That's funny. All right. Well, thank um, you. Wait, there's I have, I have more things. Yes. I really like that Ladies and Germs. I thought it was cute. I'd throw something after it like an old comedian, like waka, 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 or like bang, zoom, to the moon, baby. Like something really old because we know that like, hey, Ladies and Germs. I got like something just old. It just it's another opportunity for a punchline. The funny thing is at the beginning of your set, you had a lot of punchlines, but you swallow them. And so I challenge you to listen back to this set and be like, so you were talking about a doctor for a second, and I know you had punchlines in there, but you like sped up and got quiet. Like you literally swallowed your punchline multiple times. Like you also said at one point, I think I tried to quote it, it feels like someone swiped right. And I was like, did he say that? Did he actually say that? But you, when you're talking about the stranger, and I was like, swiped right, that's funny because like it's a different type of, it's a, it, it's comedy. It circumvents the idea of what you think. You think when you mean the stranger that it means jacking off, but you're like, no, it's swiping right. But I barely heard that punchline because you ate it. Like you literally, it's like you're afraid to tell your punchlines. It's a psychological thing, I think, just maybe because you're new or something. Um, but I would write out your jokes and see, like, hear the part where I need to be loud and, and slow and let them hear it because, um, yeah. Let's see. That was that was it. Point of the crowd work and the blonde thing was great. The Newport joke was great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all I got. Cool. One more quick thing. When you're talking about your masturbation hiatus, clarify the relationships there. So like, there was a girlfriend that wasn't clear, but also make a relationship with your gravity blanket. Like she's the girlfriend you can't please. You can't wash it right. You can't dry it right. It's gonna burn you in the end. Like you could. Pl- you have a lot of fun with that. It's gonna yeah. burn you in the end. <laughs> <laughs> and there's probably a lot of like. You gotta take care of her, all right? Yeah, stained gravity is in there. <laughs> Clap your hands together, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay! 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 All right, the music was supposed to happen, but it didn't. It was just a weird. There it is. There it is. Okay. Uh, your next comedian. Uh, he's a young guy. He comes here all the time. He's, he's, he's really cool. And I just learned he went to soda, and that's super cool. And it's funny because you might know some of the people I used to nanny for, and that would be weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Put your hands together for Ian Langland. Yay! Now I really got to know. 
Who'd you nanny for? <laughs> Come on. You don't want to tell me? Would you sign an NDA or something? Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Keeping the energy. I'm going to try not to get Pam bored. It's my one goal. It's tough. Okay, anybody, is anybody religious? N not even a little? Raised religious? Okay, so that's good to know. God bless you, and uh, peace be with you. Okay, I didn't even know that was the second part. Um, so um, just the thing I've been noticing is that um, people only use religion when it's like convenient for them. Like all the time, especially in San Francisco, there's this like wave of like anti-religious stuff. Well, I guess Christianity rather. Um, <laughs> um, Anti-Christianity shit where it's like, you know, if it's used to oppress gays and blah, 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 whatever, you know, the gays can take it, whatever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. God bless you. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's always like, it's always like, every, everybody like jags on religion until they're like in a plane and like some turbulence hits. And they're like, God, like, I know I haven't talked to you ever, but like, I know you're there. Like, what is that? Everybody has that part within them where there's always that one moment that clicks and you're just like, okay, God, like, I know you're there. I don't, like, I don't care how much shit you talk but you'll always go to God in your times of desperation. Another time you think about God is like when you feel like you've been a really bad person lately and you'll just be really bad and then you'll be like, oh God, like I know he's looking down on me. Like what if I just like gave a, a homeless guy five bucks today? You know, you kind of look for that like, hey, like check this out what I'm doing. I know I may have like molested that 13 year old back there, but you know, what goes around comes around, Lord, please forgive me. And you're like paying homeless guy. Um, okay. Um, homeless people, that's my next part. Um, I think I've some, I don't want to be ignorant, but I will be, because look at me, I'm like the poster child for ignorance. It's tall, straight, white guy. Um, I think that uh, homeless people are really getting creative. I don't even think they want to like have homes anymore because they're creating their own like enclaves. Like you, you'll be walking around and you see them and they have like smartphones now. Like it's not like some cricket wireless shit. It's like they got like Samsung Galaxies, and you're just like, when did they like what 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 business are they in where they're dealing with like uh, do they have a plan? Do they have a mobile plan? I don't know what it is. And then uh, something happened like a few months ago where I was walking down the street and this lady's like, do you have any change? And I was like, no, sorry, which was the truth. I didn't have change. I'm an honest man. I'm a man of God. Keep in mind. Um, <laughs> I was like, no, I don't have any change. I'm sorry. And she was like, oh, you have Venmo? And I'm like, pause. Venmo? It's like, you don't have a bed. You have Venmo? And I'm like, no, I don't have Venmo. She's like, Cash App? And I'm like, is this a joke that's being played on me right now? This, this poor homeless woman has Venmo and Cash App? And I kept finagling with her, and she wasn't buying it. So then I, like, traded her some fucking um, cryptocurrency. And, uh, you know, now she's, like, a millionaire. So that's great. I don't get any kind of, um, you know stimulus package from that poor woman. Um, but I'm glad, but you know, maybe God was looking down on me. He was like, you know, good job, Ian, for giving her some Ethereum. Um, I'll do one more, okay. Um, I'm, I am in college. This is my last semester in college. Yeah, it's a little scary, but whatever. Um, I, I applied to graduation a few months ago, and 
you have to like pay to graduate. Like it's like you have to have like you have to pay to get out of there. Like it's like like it's bail for prison or something. Like you literally have to give these people. M- and then and then I, I went into the um, to the reasoning and I was I went into the description. It was like I was like, what is this? What does this two hundred dollars go towards? And it was like it'll go towards you know the whole graduation ceremony. But it's like everything's gonna be online, so I don't know what this two hundred dollars is gonna go to. I think it's just gonna be the um, you know, the principal of the school, like, buying hookers and cocaine at this point, because what is th- what are they going to do with, like, 30,000 students paying $200? Because um, it's not going to a ceremony, because last I checked, Zoom is, um, you know, all you need is 45 minutes for a free uh, Zoom session, so I think that's what that's going to. Um, okay, that's all I have. Thank you. Ian Langlands, reminding us how difficult it is to do cocaine with a mask. <laughs> All right, uh, Mark. Uh, Oye has oh, dude, to the uh, the bail to to get out of college—that shit was funny. Yeah. And uh, don't ever relent on that. God bless, that peace be with you. That, that's gonna that's hilarious, and it's 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 always gonna be fucking shocking to people because n- no one says God bless. Okay. You know what I mean, or thank God, or any of that. So that's dope. You're the first person. I always do that. You're the first person to actually notice. Oh, dude, I use it in my regular <laughs> every day. It has driven women away constantly. But anyways, you. How old are you? I'm 21. Oh, dude, God bless. Don't ever stop, dude. You're 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 awesome. Okay, cool. Yes, I'm. Um, it's too bad that America's Next Top Model stopped doing the thing because you're so tall and you have such fun bone structure. I feel like, I feel like I, I'm sorry. You're you're pretty like in a really unusual fun way. Um, Thank you. I'm sorry, I'm not hitting on him. I'm uh, I'm just saying he's like. I like how you preface this with that uh, you you used to nanny some kids I might know. And yeah, you're I know. To pick up I'm on just. Me, fam. You've got at least buy me a drink, okay? I'm not that easy. Uh, he's tall. He looks like he could be a model. Shut up. Uh, I like Thank the you. God talk. I feel like you can have an act out there. Um, there should be maybe a kneel or a specific person who's praying, like a specific bad person, like Jeffrey Epstein, like someone who identified oh. as. I only say Jeffrey Epstein because you're talking about molesting 13 year olds. That's but a good one. Yeah. Um, one of my you got to pick someone who identifies as religious like trump he identifies as a christian and there's a billion things you could do a dick cheney like yeah. you know i'm gonna shoot you in the fucking face god so don't right. fuck with me um but pick like a bad person and maybe do a prayer and you'll get a good laugh out of that um ethereum is that a money thingy yeah okay i didn't know i don't know for some reason the um the uh I, I, it slipped my mind what's the big one Bitcoin. Bitcoin. For yeah. some reason, that's the one that slipped my mind, so I said Ethereum. Well, because you're Generation Z, and you, I yeah. was just like, oh, that I knew what it was. I knew it was something yeah, because yeah, yeah. the context I worked, but I was like, I am so out of touch because yeah, 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 I've yeah. never heard that word before. Um, where else is one that you ever? Oh yeah, I, those are all my things. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I liked uh, so I th- th- there was this part where like your arms went up like a bird. It kind of seemed like you were laughing at yourself. I really liked your physicality. Okay. Like I don't know if you were doing it on purpose. Like, it but wasn't. it was it was funny, dude. I I, I like I, I like I like that I don't know graceful lanky thing you got going on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> and and it was also like Everyone it was solid. Solid contrast to like your clearly like formulated bit. Like I mean, y- like we're laughing at a callback in like three minutes of a joke. Mm-hmm. Like like I I I, I liked that. Um, and then uh, 
um, I, I wrote a little tag for the homeless. Um, like, like it says, I mean, the, the homeless people are taking Venmo, but my landlord uh, only takes hand-delivered checks. Mm. And, um, and my student loans only takes blood and semi-vital organs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Cool>. <laughs> you try to throw semen at it, and they just won't take it. You know what I mean? Can't give this stuff away. Just can't <laughs> give this stuff away. Try and renewable resource here. They don't want to take it. All they want is organs. I've only got two kidneys, okay? Just riffing off your deck. That's cute. All right. Hey, everybody clap your hands wildly for Ian Langlands. Yay. I'll catch up one way or another. Yay. All right. That's how the joke workshop works. All right. Your next comedian. She had a great set last Friday. And I don't mean to sound like all surprised about it because I've been watching her this whole time during COVID and she's a level human being who write, works and writes really good jokes and um, practices and I see her all the time and it's great. Yay! Put your hands together for Shelby Wilson! I make this joke every, every time but the mic is never set to average female height. It's not, especially after Ian, who's like 6'8". What are you? Did I nail it? That's from all the dating apps. I can tell from photos. <laughs> Don't question my power. How are you guys? How you doing? It's raining out. It's getting fucking cold, no? It's getting really cold. We'll get to that. Um, you guys have seen GameStop in the news, right? So have I. I watch the news rarely, but I've caught on to this. So I guess it's time that I admit my feelings for all of the... Reddit gamer nerds I turned down in college, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's time to marry into some money. So I guess I've had feelings for them all along and I was too shy to say anything about it until now. Um, but I think this is our chance. <laughs> Speaking of guys explaining things to me this week, the Super Bowl is coming up. Um, that is on Sunday. And with all this GameStop news, I'm like thinking I'm gonna put money into the Super Bowl. Like, I think, you know, the way the world is working right now, I could make some money. So how do we short Tom Brady? <laughs> how can we do that? Am I learning enough? Great. Um, so I, I did go away this weekend with a guy, and, you know, he, he popped a big question. Actually, it was exciting. Um, he did ask if he could pee on me. <laughs> uh, it was a really easy no, because we split the bill at dinner. So... <laughs> Don't ask that question. Don't ask that question in the restaurant. Also, <laughs> no. But I'm pretty much done dating white guys at this point. Because have you ever had to fuck to classical music? <laughs> no crescendo. Let me just make that clear. No crescendo happening on this end. Um, but I don't know. I, anyone else like not being able to sleep at night? Like, is that a new thing? Like, I've entered this phase in quarantine. Like, I can't fall asleep, I can't stay asleep. Like, you know it's depressing when you get to like episode four on a sleep podcast? <laughs> like that's, that's pretty sad. Um, and you know, I think what it is, is it's like I've listened to podcasts because I've been told by multiple people, including one therapist, but it hurts more when it comes from ex-boyfriends, that I'm a codependent person. Um, and so I need to listen to people's voices to fall asleep. But I don't think that that's weird. Like you leave a radio on for a dog, when you leave the house, like they need people's voices. I don't like the double standard there. I think dogs are codependent, not just me, but we love dogs. <laughs> 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 
but I can't sleep at night. And you know, a part of it is like, I think my, it's cold, right? So I've turned my radiator on and the devil works hard, but apparently my radiator works harder because it, lets to l it likes to let me know and it's hotter than fucking hell in my apartment at all times. Um, it's just like hissing and clanging and getting on. It sounds like a possession is happening in my living room. And like, I thought I was over my fear of the dark, but apparently not because that shit will keep you up for hours and it's terrifying, it's terrifying. But you know what? It, it's better than waking up in like 40 degree weather. So it's kind of like that chaotic good thing that they talk about. It's a mess getting there, but at the end of the day, my apartment is warm. What else do I have for you guys? As I whisper into the mic creepily, I realize over radio that sounds so much worse. Um, oh God, so I went away for the weekend and I was in a hotel. I haven't been in a hotel in a long time. I haven't watched TV in a long time. And I was shocked by this because a lot of the things I used to write off to old people when I was watching TV, like that's not for me, I'm far too young for this. Um, class action lawsuit ads, suddenly those apply to me. I saw one for Johnson & Johnson baby powder. I've definitely used that. We've all used that. I was shocked. I was like, oh my God, I thought this used to be for like blepharitis pills, but no, this is ridiculous. This applies to me. I was watching Turner classic movies and there were movies on there that I saw in theaters. How old am I these days? <laughs> it was ridiculous. I was also really high when I was watching it. So it felt like a lifetime in two. It was terrifying. Um, what else do I have? I realized, you know what, my alcoholic stretch <laughs> ended up starting a lot earlier. It actually ended up starting in my, my teens because I started going through Facebook and I was cleaning stuff up, you know, making new friends as an adult. And I realized I'm always holding something in photos. Like I was holding a, always holding a water bottle or a book and now I'm always holding a drink. Like that was the transition. Like the only thing that changed was the contents of the glass. And I'm like, you know, I guess I just don't know what to do with my hands. So I'm always holding onto a drink, like whether it's in photos or the grocery line, like I just don't know what to do with myself. I have to hold something and it turned into alcohol. I don't know. Um, what else do I have for you guys? Yeah, dating in COVID has been weird. That's like the COVID hobby that I really picked up. Like I started dating again. Like I joined <laughs> dating apps during COVID. I wasn't just trying to get STDs, I was trying to get a respiratory infection because my health insurance will cover that. Um, <laughs> So, and it was funny because someone else earlier was talking about like being discriminatory during, or not like, you know what I mean, but discriminating when you meet someone and like, what's the policy? Do you hug them? Do you not? And I actually had really good luck with one guy because like we dropped our masks pretty early and we were maybe sitting a little too close. And he just like, he was talking and he pronounced a P too hard and he spat in my mouth. Oh, and I was like, we might as well fuck because I just got whatever you have at this point. Yeah. All right, my name is Shelby. Thanks guys for the time. But we're not done yet. All right, rip me to pieces. I, I love it. that new closer. That's amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. <laughs> spit in the mouth. We might as well just fuck. It's fucking baller. It's really great. Thank I don't have hardly any comments. I think you're great. Um, Come on, give me some. Your opening riffing was really great. You're super comfy on, on stage. I mean, I haven't, I've seen you here and like I've seen you at the, at the, at the Jack London. Mm -hmm. And you seem really comfortable in both places. I don't know if you're comfortable everywhere, but you're <laughs> certainly comfortable here, and I Definitely like that. Here. The only thing I ask is um, at the end of your dork thing, which was so good, name him. Specific okay. name. Because you can pull out any dorky name. I mean, you can say, like, Kelvin, or pick out, like, a like a dorky... Classical yeah, music name. It's classic dork name, Sheldon. <laughs> something, something just like, okay, Sheldon, or whatever. Just... Because the joke was great, but you can get another laugh on it with a specific name. Cool. And then the way you said, we love dogs, was like, 
that joke, it was perfect. It was the weirdest punchline that totally worked <laughs> for me. And it wasn't, you weren't hitting us over the head with it, but it was perfect. It was like, we All love right. dogs. I loved it. <laughs> it was perfect. Listen back. It was like your intonation and everything was like spot on for me. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. Um, Ian has come. Yeah, I, I really like the codependent one with the dogs. I thought that was really good. Cool. And then um, just with the with the Facebook joke, with the holding stuff, you could ma maybe make that be like, okay, now I'm like choosing the things I hold to show like what kind of person I am. So maybe you, I don't know, you're holding something that makes you look smarter or whatever. Or like, I feel like you can go on like a whole tangent. Or cooler, that. like an alcoholic. We love yeah, alcoholics. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay, or like cool. A gun or something. I don't know. That'd be cool. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Alcoholics and guns. Money. This is what the kids think are cool. Money chains. <laughs> That's why the future is doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have other comments? I mean, I thought it was a great set. I don't know what I don't know what to say, but happy things. Uh, your your set was dope, but Thanks. that we shit. I don't know what made that popular amongst white girls, but that is hilarious. I love it. The we <laughs> shit is so funny. We love it. Just it, it's 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 funny. God bless. Amazing. I like to be the uh, funniest white girl on the block. I'm trying to be. So. Yay! Clap your hands together, everybody, for Shelby Thanks Wilson. All right, your next comedian. He's he's great. Actually, you get to see him next Friday here at the outdoor show. I'm gonna buy another. Hey JW, I'm gonna buy another pop-up tent so that we can like for the real hardcore motherfuckers that want to watch shows in the rain, right? Uh, but put your hands together, everybody, right now. Take notes and be cool. It's Matthew Quirk. Yay! <laughs> So responsible with his own microphone, which I totally encourage all of you to do if you want to continue in the new normal. Just buy a fucking microphone. I'm stopping the spread for you, punk ass bitches. Uh, anyway, you reminded me, man. I have a fans only account. <laughs> What's so funny about that, losers? I mean, I do handyman work. The women around here love that shit, man. Seeing a guy doing stuff. Anyway, I was doing plumbing today, fixing some faucets. Man, I was like 500,000 views on that. It was great. Keeps my ass crack tight and in line. There you go. Uh, anyway, yeah, so uh, I, I, I'm with Mark on the censorship thing, man. You goddamn snowflakes with your censorship. If you can't keep Marjorie Taylor Greene from s talking about space lasers from Jews to start fires for high-speed rail, I get to say retarded. <laughs> Minimum. Anyway, you guys know me. I do a lot of political comedy. That's been a tremendous mistake lately. I have, <laughs> I have five years of Trump gold. <laughs> Useless. It's like Bitcoin. <laughs> Useless. Uh, yeah, now fucking Biden's president. Boring. Can we have another insurrection or something? Keep it lively. Anyway, uh, as if my prayers have been answered, uh, Trump's back in the news. He, f he fired, or excuse me, all his lawyers quit. All his lawyers quit. I hear he sometimes doesn't pay his bills. I don't know if you guys heard that. Uh, anyway, in keeping things even hotter in the news, uh, Trump has found some more lawyers. That pathological liar got some pathological lawyers, I guess, to represent him. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I can't wait uh, till they find out that they're working pro bono. I can't wait till they find that out. I don't know if they did any research on this guy. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's not that Trump is the most exciting thing in the world or anything, but uh, he's been off Twitter for three weeks, and already all these incels found a way to tear down Wall Street and take a bite out of the billionaire class, right? Trickle down, baby. Just took three weeks for everyone to go crazy. They got to put him back on Twitter or, or they're going to rip this fucking country in half. All from the comfort of their easy chairs. They really put the incel in inside selling, huh? Huh? You guys are all too stupid to know that it's called inside trading. It's not inside selling. That's okay. Uh, anyway, these guys are really fucking with, uh, with a man's yacht. You know what I mean? That's not cool. Anyway, I hope they just leave these guys their bootstraps, right? Huh? Maybe they should learn to code. Remember that one? No, nobody remembers that one. <laughs> anyway, my two biggest financial mistakes in life was one, not buying Bitcoin when I first heard about it. I think it was still less than a dollar for every share of it back then. My second biggest financial mistake was not learning how to guess 16-digit code words that's what bitcoin the guys who lost their got okay this is heavy financial material i'm doing here heavy financial i was thinking about covid uh you know, porn during covid uh does the mask help clean up afterwards or is that does that make it easier or worse uh, poor February, right? Poor February. I mean, it's Black History Month, but I don't know about you guys, but I just keep on looking right past February onto March thinking, is it really going to be a fucking year? A year. Lockdown. COVID. I guess it really is going to be a year. A slow one at this point. Anyway, this whole COVID thing, I mean, I, I feel it doesn't really change my life at all. Like, I do handyman work. I do plumbing. So my job has been the same, you know? My work has been the same. And uh, you guys know me. I live in a van. So no matter what curfew they put forth, they can't enforce it on me. So my living situation is, like, the same. And here's my hobby, comedy, right? I never got booked before, so now that all these clubs have closed, <laughs> I'm still not getting booked, and my career is the same. It's the same. And now everyone's bitching about, like, love during COVID, right? How did the dating apps getting dumped at the very beginning of it? But I have sexual uh, dysfunction. My sex life is the same. <laughs> it's totally the same. Hasn't changed, hasn't changed a bit. Uh, I guess that's all the hot cool new stuff I got for everybody. Yeah, blow it up. Matthew Quirk! Matthew Quirk! Quirkity working it up there. Shelby's got some things to say. I have a few things to say. No, Matt, you're you're phenomenal. I'm gonna, I think I'm the only person that calls you Matt, and I think I just invented that because everyone calls me Matthew. So let me know if that's not okay. Matt, great Not set. okay. Keep going. <laughs> Matthew, great set. Um, maybe I'm being too obvious, but the plumbing, like you talk about how the ladies love that you're a plumber. You can make a lot of quick ties 
with that, like plumbing, ovarian, whatever, fallopian tubes. Like you could lean into that a little bit, I think, and get a bit more laughs out of there. And then also the bootstraps thing, I laughed really hard, but lean into that, like pulling themselves up by their bootstraps. Just like give a little bit more detail with that line, but it's really good. Like that is a hysterical line, but you jumped over it really quickly and only used bootstraps as like your keyword. Yeah. But a little bit more into that, and it's a great point. Cool. That your tremendous mistake using the word tremendous was really funny. Um, I didn't understand the trickle down thing. I'm like trickle down crazy. Like trickle down what? Um, at the whole same joke at the end. That is all brilliant and very very funny and i feel like you can get play out of that anywhere uh with the i'm sold i didn't buy bitcoin for a dollar i feel like you can couch it differently and be like how old am i how old are i'm so old how old are you i didn't buy bitcoin when it was a dollar actually th but that's recent that's not how old oh i don't know i thought bitcoin like 20 years ago was it didn't exist Bit 20 years Bitcoin's ago. only like five years old tops oh okay maybe three yeah well, it's not that I felt old. It's that it was my biggest financial mistake. Oh, okay. I think she means you're old enough to where, like, you in you invested in dirt when it was invented. <laughs> I'm so old. When I was born, a dollar was worth a dollar. <laughs> uh, I loved your your fans only, yeah, uh, line. And the why it's so funny is because it's only fans. And I love oh. that about <laughs> you. I love that about you. And I hope that you continue to be all the good traits of my father for as long as I know you. Kodiak Black, I love you so much. Yeah. I love you so much. Thank you. Because it's only fair. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Matthew Quirk, everyone. Yay. <laughs> all right. We got a new dude here at the Joke Workshop. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Brett Salazar. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for letting me come out here. Yeah, this is my first time doing comedy, first set ever, so. <laughs> a little nervous, we'll see how it goes, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no need for feedback, it's gonna be so bad that <laughs> you guys won't know where to start. Uh, but yeah, we were talking a little bit about the new normal tonight. Uh, and there, I mean, new normal, it's, it sucked for a lot of things, but I think there are some things that have been kind of positive about it. Uh, they kind of got rid of parking tickets for a minute, and that was really nice. Um, I feel like I have a unique struggle with like the little one-seated devil mobilists that come come around giving tickets. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys can tell from my outfit, but like Matthew, I also live in a van, so <laughs> I share a lot of the same struggles. <laughs> so parking tickets when you live in a van, I don't really consider them parking tickets. They're more like uh, mortgage payments. <laughs> and so, and you feel like a you feel like a mortgage payment would be like a more serious thing if you missed it. But if they foreclose on your house, nothing really happens. Uh, if you get enough parking tickets, they literally take your home away. <laughs> and it's a little more rough. And so, yeah, sure enough, that kind of you know happened to me the other day. I was walking around trying to find where I parked my van, and uh, it's 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 you guys haven't seen it yet, but it really stands out. It's like a Lady Gaga's meat dress at a PETA convention. <laughs> you know, you really <laughs> it's not it's not easy to to miss. Uh, but yeah, the, they took it away and all they left was like a calling card uh, with an address of like where they were holding it hostage. <laughs> so I had to roll down to the Tenderloin and uh, this impound lot was exactly as you expected. You know, big barbed wire fences. Uh, I went inside, it's this little 80 year old Asian lady behind two inches of um, like bulletproof glass. So I knew I had like only two options here. I either 
go with the honey approach or the vinegar approach. And uh, the bulletproof glass made me think the vinegar approach probably wasn't going to work. <laughs> and so I went with the honey, you know, try to sweet talk her a little bit. You know, how's your day going? Having a little bit of a bad day myself. Uh, and so I was like, hey, can you, can you help me out or something? You know, like, can I, can I fight this? Or is there, is there any options here? Uh, and she was like, well, I can ask you some questions and might be able to give you a discount. I was like, oh, that sounds great. And so uh, she asked me a question. Her first question is, um, are you homeless? And I, I looked at her and I was like, of course, <laughs> as of a few hours ago. <laughs> and so, yeah, she pulled out um, a few sticks that they had in the back and like a tarp and some duct tape. And she brought me to like a side lot they had. Uh, and she was like, all right, um, you just have to build a tent and we can give you your van back. Uh, and I was like, okay, great. And I'm embarrassed to say it took me like a full 20 minutes, but um, I wasn't able to do it. And so my van's still there, and if anyone has like a place for me to crash tonight uh, and you like my set, <laughs> please let me know. So. Thank you, guys. Brett Salazar, you stay up there. You stay up there. Uh, awesome. Your closer is great with the asking people for a place to stay. That's super, super funny. Um, one little thing about microphones, I know it's COVID times and it's super scary, but the closer it is to your chin, the better just for us to hear you, okay. just for volume. That's just like a technical thing. But um, really funny jokes. Um, and really great that you called back to the last comic because that shows that you're being like, um, you're being there, you're in the moment and you're just flowing. And so even if it's written stuff, it feels like it's just coming off you because you riffed and it's like, oh look, he's in the moment, he's present. That was nice. Um, the only thing I would add was something d um, in between. For, but when you get the tickets, then you get a boot. And I think there's a joke in there about getting a boot and only having one boot or not having enough money for boots or something. And then it's just like another step in the joke that you can get another laugh out of, maybe, if you want. Okay, that was all I have. But it was great. That was fucking great for your first time. Holy shit. But before we do other things, just clap. Can we clap again? Just because that was amazing for a first time. Yay, first time. No, you're yeah, still no, going. No, no, we still, still you get comments. four minutes of comments. I just wanted people to all. give you props. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it wasn't really good. It didn't sound like your first set. It, yeah, really good presence yeah. and everything. Uh, but as you can imagine, I've got like uh, eight minutes on band stuff, so you better stay in your lane, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the moment you said something, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> what is he mugging? I think that you are fucking really funny, and you got that cadence already done. You have the blah to you, and it's like, it's cool. You know what I mean? You have like the hand gestures. You have the cadence. That's true. That's amazing. And uh, I think the only thing that, that I would add would be the – it's exactly what you imagine. There's barbed wire fans. There's, there's heroin needles and shit all over the place. It's just like the Tenderloin. It's exactly as you imagine it would be. There's dead people. They're on fire. It's great. It's the Tenderloin. <laughs> Something along those lines. You know what I mean? But your, sh your shit's dope, dude. God bless you. Yeah, was it, yeah, that was really good. Uh, I, just like a small little thing that I think would be funny. I think you, you were like when your when your car got impounded, you were like, so I was walking around looking for my van, and then I think you could it would be funny if you just like I was walking around looking for my van, but as I like to call it, my home. I think that could just be like just a little callback to the home thing. I was kind of waiting for that, but it wasn't there. But overall, that was yeah, really good job for first time. It's crazy. Yay. One more comment from Tyler. That's crazy how like all the comments are like tags um, on your first set. Um, but uh, so I, I, I liked um, uh, like that you're you're paying these parking tickets like it's your your, your mortgage. Um, it's it, like it, it's how you contribute an alternative lifestyle, alternative bills. Like uh, it's, I I liked it. Yeah. 
Um, I hope that his show is coming back at the ballpark. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. But before the second lockdown, he had a wonderful show on Thursdays uh, out in the uh, marina. Put your hands together right now for Pete Ballmer. Keep it going for Brett, everybody. Dude, when, when Matthew was doing the van shit, he was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, you got this. Don't worry. He could have done a lot more van stuff. Uh Sweet. Are you, guys have, are you guys having a good New Year so far? Is everyone's year doing fucking, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Uh, I'm trying to work on some stuff. I want you guys to help me out. I got something I'm trying to work on. So, like, I like to joke around a lot, like to mess around with my friends. One thing I do is uh, I like to say just kidding a lot. So I'll say some stupid shit that I don't mean, and then I'll be like, just kidding. But I say my just kiddings too quickly, and so it ruins the effect. So I'm trying to add some more time on my just kiddings, right? Like three seconds about. So I need you guys to help me out. So, like, what, uh, Shelby, what's your favorite food? It's a fucking terrible favorite food. So Dayton's weird. Uh, <laughs> dated an older woman uh, last year. I'm not kidding. No, <laughs> I fucking don't believe it. But you see, we, you, that's kind of the joke deal. Um, <laughs> it's an open mic. We walk, we walk it through it. Uh, <laughs> I did. I dated an older woman last year. It was very weird because like we were in very different stages of our lives. Uh, you know, like. She owned her own one-bedroom apartment in San Francisco. I'm renting an apartment. I got three roommates. We call it the Beef House. It's great, but uh, very different feel. Uh, one time we were hanging out together, and we were making out on her couch, right? <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, at one point, I was like, hey, we should probably go into your bedroom. And she was like, we don't have to. And I came immediately. <laughs> She was like, whoa, what was, are you, are you okay there? What's going on? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll get going again if we can just, like, watch whatever we want on TV with the volume above 48. <laughs> <laughs> that would do it for me. Uh, no, I do live, I do love, love my apartment. Um, we got a situ situation, like, three guys, one girl, three guys, one girl. Whenever people hear that, they're always like, oh, three guys, one girl. That girl must be super chill, huh? <laughs> that one girl must fucking not care about anything. It's like... Yeah, she is, but maybe we're just all super clean and respectful. You ever consider that? <laughs> and we're not, but neither is she, so it all works out, right? <laughs> but uh, I've been trying to keep my apartment more clean recently. We've been working on that just because, like, I've been seeing it too much on, like, movies and TV shows. And, like, what I mean by that is, uh, so I watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix recently. That's a new show. And um, there's one point where the main character is like really fucking struggling and she's just like at the bottom. She's just hit rock bottom and she's, you know, getting fucked up all the time. Uh, and meanwhile, her house just looks like my apartment after a tame weekend. <laughs> like I look around and it's like, she's supposed to be doing real bad, but I'm like, damn, it looks like she had Lord of the Rings wrist night at her place last night. <laughs> What's she so sad about, you know? But that's tight. Um, wait, did I have another thing on that before the next thing? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, is your name? Your name's Ian, right? Yeah. Uh, what What word do you say when someone opens the door on you when you're taking a shit? <laughs> holt. Holt. What? <laughs> like hold or holt? Like holt? Oh, halt. Oh, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty. <laughs> I was like, you just make up a word when that happens. Very good. I'm proud of you for knowing though, because a lot of people like everyone has a word that they say. But you don't necessarily know what the word is until it happens. And then you have a word. 
Some people, some, some people are like, oh, someone's in here. It's like, yeah, they, they, you don't need to. Halt is great because it, it gives a plan of action. It gives, you, you know, you get to express what you want to happen. They know what needs to happen. Mine, uh, I, real, I found out what mine was the other day. Uh, my word when somebody walks in on me when I'm taking a shit is nope. <laughs> That's it, just nope. Whatever it is you're looking for, not in here, not now. But it's still put, nope is kind of friendly and polite compared to like, no, you know? So, yeah, that was the thing I thought about. Um, I, uh, when I was a kid, I used, to have, I used to have a favorite shirt. I would always have a favorite shirt at any given point in time. And I would tell everyone what my favorite shirt was, right? And so, like, now, I still have a favorite shirt, but that information is confidential. It's just, like, too much power, I think, to give to someone to, you know, let them know what my favorite shirt is. Like, imagine if you guys all knew that this was my favorite shirt, and they walk up, they're like, oh, this guy, this must be a big fucking deal. He's wearing his favorite shirt right now. Okay, I'll consider it. Uh, that's all I wanted to work on. Thanks, guys. People Mark! Yay! Neuer was excited about it. We laughed our asses off. I was Yo. dying. Hell yeah. The tag team on Holt? <laughs> Yo. Just a comedic duo that right was here. Tr- fucking that crushing was exceptional. it. Exceptional. Yeah. That was phenomenal. Love it. You're amazing. You haven't lost the cadence, the timing, none of that. You're yeah. so fantastic. Yeah. I love you on Twitter. I love you in real life. You're so funny. Mark, you're such a um, sweetheart. Never change. The God bless you. And the, uh, the Risk, Lord of the Rings, uh, that just... You're just such a fucking, you're just so you. I love you. I wrote that Thanks, down man. too. I write, I heart you, you are so you. Yeah. That's so funny. Because no, but it totally worked. Because even I loved the punchline volume above 48. And what the fuck is that? But you made it work because it's you. And it's so funny and it's so specific and perfect. And that's what I love about it. It isn't trite or weird. It's people. Like you're specifically you and nobody's you. And yeah. I, I loved it. Thank and you. the crowd, I mean, no, you're great. And I'm sorry, blowing so much smoke up here. It's not smoke. You're really Blow funny. Blow away, Pat. Um, the, <laughs> the great crowd work, like the shit joke, it's so good. You, like, totally were in the moment and involved, and it totally worked, and it was super funny, and you were right there, like, in the moment. It was really great. Well, that's what I was going for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the first time I'd done the shit thing, so I'm it glad was it was really good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, oh, boy, Tyler, he says something about the, the, the blonde, like, what was it, the blonde? Um, the blonde, the blonde draining. draining from his body. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, who, where does these kind, where did these yeah. kind of things come from? Like, how many dr- drugs? And, uh, were you just sober? What happened? <laughs> what happened? Where forty-eight was the volume? And you know yeah, what I mean? So like, funny. oh my god, I Enough just came. Numbers. Good numbers. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the quote earlier was, "All the blonde has drained from my spirit," <laughs> just so that we know that's what perfect. that I was. Love that. But but it's about the specificity, and that's what yeah. makes it funny. And volume above forty-eight, it's like. It's so good. Awesome. So, yay. Well, thank you so much, guys. Yay. <laughs> Is your show coming back? Uh, yes. We're working on it. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yay. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, next um, Wednesday is Asiento, and the beauty of Asiento is that they have a covering, so if it does rain, everybody can still be there, yay. And there's and we're almost sold out, there's only like three tickets left or something ridiculous, so. But people can come and hang out across the street and it'll be really fun. This Wednesday has Orion Levine, Drea Myers, Rob Edwards, Lauren Kraut, and you know, it's so always hard to remember the last person. 
Gabby Pochia. Gabby motherfucking Pochia. Look at that. And that's, you know what's so great too is that there's four women on the bill. I know, right? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm trying. There was a secret female bacon for a while, and I was so butthurt that I wasn't a part of it. And then I found out about it, and then they let me be a part of it, and then they kicked me out of it. So I was like, <laughs> I got in, and then I got canceled. And I was like, what did I do? I'm like a lady, and I own a place. So why you don't want to suck my dick, bro? Why you don't? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to run around, and I'm going to do a couple things, just since you're all here and you're all inside. Yay. All the microphones are belong to me. Yay! Uh, my clit is so big I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. <laughs> I, have a, I have a very large, small dick. That's the thing, is that clitorises are actually dicks when children are in the utero. This is a little too much TED Talk. I get it, a little too much background. But until like 19 weeks, they're exactly the same. And then the little, the balls go down and the little eggs go up and they're like the same. And the dick becomes a dick or it becomes a clitoris. And they have the same amount of nerve endings in the entire dick as the clitoris does. It's, see, we're better. <laughs> we're better, we're smaller, <laughs> we're cuter, we're smarter, and we create life. I'm super excited. I read a lot of Marxism just because, you know, I'm a communist. I'm not a communist. I know communism only works in small groups of 50 or less. I know. You have to know everybody's first and last names. I get it. But Marxism is great because he was the first feminist. He didn't even know it. But he was constantly talking about, like, how labor is important. You know, how the means of production and like women literally are the means of production and the way that we make that happen is through labor. Your words, <laughs> La value labor. This is the weirdest thing, you have a baby. Oh, except that like I as a nanny can take care of your baby for money, but if you have a baby, you don't get any money. <laughs> is the work any different? If it's your baby and I take care of it, I get paid. But if it's my baby, I get nothing. Why have babies? You dumb bitches. Like, we have, you didn't have to. <laughs> oh, wait, we did. Because we didn't get to have land. And be like, oh, my dad has to take care of me. I'm sorry. Feminism, the ages. Woo. I'm really excited because I finally got a teaching job. And I'm going to be paid, like, what I'm worth. So I was really worried for a minute because I was like, I have two master's degrees and the only way to keep Mutiny Radio open is for me to have an OnlyFans account. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? I'm going to read. I was like, well, what am I going to do for my OnlyFans? I'm going to read A Room of One's Own by Virginia Woolf just naked. But the funny, yeah, right? So I'll be like, feminism, bitches. But also, I don't shave anything. So it's like, oh, are these unshaven legs sexy? Oh. <laughs> I thought a spider like ran across my legs. No, that's pubic hair. Like that's <laughs> what's happening here. Okay. Is it not sexy? <laughs> oh, what if I'm naked and I'm reading a room of zone? What if I take an extra microphone and I put it up my badge? <laughs> Is that sexy? Because it's very hairy. <laughs> it's like oh, so good. I did actually shave the crash site uh, because 
like I find I find I got I got laid. Um, I got some I got some big D from my XB. <laughs> That's why I'm not asking acting so scary. <laughs> like oh I got a rap thing now. Like ugh. you gotta go back to people who are familiar with the crash site. You know it's COVID times. Like you're not just gonna let anybody spelunk around in there. Like it's. I mean, I was born in 74. Like, I know Vietnam ended, but the bush is real. <laughs> like, you can get lost in there, deep in the bush. But so I did try to trim it up because I was like, no one should have to see my butthole hairs. And um, so I, s like, I started kind of like to the back, and then I was like, oh, I can't see anything because I'm old. I tried to put the glasses on. You got to get close. And I was like looking in the, there's no possible way to figure that out. Uh, so I'm shaving, and then I like, I went down the side and then I was like, oh, I should do this part. And then I like realized that I hadn't shaved myself straight and it was like one side was like super into the side and it was other and it's like, ah. Oh. And I'm like asking the cats, help me. And they're just meow. They're like not helpful <laughs> at all. I'm like, is it straight? They're like, meow. So <laughs> I start shaving the other side and I go kind of too far. But then I found a bald spot and I'm like, no. So I'm like, oh, it looks like, it kind of looked like Groucho Marx threw up on my, it was weird. It was a lot of mustaches. It was very confusing. So I decided to start, it start from the top and shave down another slippery slope. <laughs> like you can't suddenly, what's going on? So the front looked cool and the back I thought was fine. But then in the middle, there's all this stuff. I'm like, you're supposed to get this stuff too. I don't watch porn. So I have no idea how to quaff the crash site. I have no idea what I'm going for at all. I'm just, it's like blind leading the blind. I'm literally blind, like just shaving really, like my, and my razor's like a year and a half old. Like I have no idea what's happening. So I, I do, I do kind of the middle part. And then I realized later on in the day, the actual purpose for pubic hair. It's to funnel the pee into the toilet. <laughs> You're all guys, so you have no idea what I'm talking about because you have like an automatic funnel that can go anywhere you want. You're like, ah, ha, ha. I don't understand why guys just don't walk back backwards down the street and pee at the same time. <laughs> like I would, if I could pee anywhere <laughs> between cars in elevators, like Bart would have no chance. I'd be like, yeah. And now I understand why people pee in. If you can, why not? But so I realized that pubic hair is to focus the pee into the toilet because it was all shorn down there like a, like a wet baby lamb. And the pee goes everywhere. <laughs> You're the only one who knows, right? <laughs> I know, the pain. And what are we doing it for? It's like so you why it, is, it's, it doesn't look like a four-year-old girl's. It's dark and purple with age. It's like, it is not, I tried, but then, so that's the other problem. So then you finally do that, and then you look in the mirror, and you're like, oh, God, now I have all these problems. Like, what am I going to, what do you just, you just sort of, like, get into the bleach? Is that, is that dangerous? I don't know. I don't know what people are doing. I don't watch porn. I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. I, I'm, my imagination is so vivid, I masturbate to podcasts. <laughs> That's <laughs> not, not Joe Rogan. Fuck that guy. Everybody, everyone fucking loves Joe. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. I listen to my own podcasts. Because <laughs> I'm a narcissist, and if I'm pretty masturbating anyways, I might as well really get it done. I am so, I'm like, God, Pam, you didn't say um or ah once. Uh, uh. So, while I was with my ex-boyfriend the other day and we were doing the nasty, I came so hard because he quoted, well, first, <laughs> first we were doing it and he put his hand on my lower back 
And then he quoted my joke. He was like, I'm putting my hand on your lower back so you can feel loved, am I right? And I was like, ah, and I came so hard and I don't know if it's because he put his hand on my lower back or because he quoted my joke. <laughs> like he quoted my joke. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? I'm like, I never want to masturbate again. I, like, need to have a podcast of that moment. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do porn. I'll just, like, start collecting MP3s, like, uh, from the side and put them on later. <laughs> right? I'm just going to podcast sex. Could you imagine? <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yay! Thank you for all this money. Thanks for being here tonight. I think the rain stopped. That was Pam Benjamin, Yay. ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause, round of applause. Let her hear it. No, get back on the stage. Get back on the stage. We have we have comments and quotes and, and things we want to say. At least I do. So you got to get back up there. Can you turn the music up real quick so we can give you a, a music outro? There it is. Everyone, get your notes together. Get your notes together. We're playing around. Pam, I just I love your your cadence is so amazing and. You you act out and you like you do everything you like you you practice as you preach right like you, you got down you did a little squat formation <laughs> you know what I mean it's a bunch of J cat comedians and you did the damn thing and I love the, the <laughs> and the <laughs> you know what I mean you, you give them that every time it's so beautiful it's so wonderful and you're so yourself and I love that so much and you're fantastic and uh, next thanks Mark Pam also <laughs> huge fan. But one thing that I wanted to say, your labor joke at the beginning with women, labor, that whole thing, so funny. You should extend that. You could do like a labor union joke. It's the PTA, maybe it's not. I don't know, but like I knew you were a teacher at one point, so you yeah. could really have so much fun with that opening. Like, I loved it. Thank you. Go, go deeper with that. <laughs> I'm recording it. Yeah, I liked all the stuff about the the OnlyFans with reading the book and stuff, and like putting a mic up the vagina. I thought all that was really <laughs> funny. Uh, and I, I'm just gonna say that uh, this because this because I know this fact and it's only useful sometimes. So I have to tell you this, but like I know that hyenas sometimes have clitorises as big as penises. Wow. So, Ooh, I want to look that like, shit up. I heard I I heard you say that, and I was like, and I thought of that, and I'm like, and I'm like, no, nah, don't tell her that. And then I was no, like, when am I ever that. gonna like use this information? So, <laughs> I love information yeah, 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 like yeah. that. Hyenas have clitorises as big as uh, dog dicks, donkey dicks. They have donkey dicks, but they're hyenas. That's fantastic. Uh, I, got one. I, I, I liked the visual of uh, like a pre-shaving. Uh, like you, you, you thought it was a spider running across your leg. And then I was waiting for you to say, but it was a breeze. Ah, <laughs> exactly, yes, right, yes, it was just the breeze <laughs> fluttering the hair about, which was my, or a ghost. <laughs> I also believe that my house is infested with ghosts. Or just, yeah, somebody left the door open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome, thank you. Any wow. other comments? Um, I really appreciate you all being here tonight, and thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio and Joke Workshop. Um, we have Comedy Now at Asiento on Wednesdays, and I've been doing open mics on Fridays, I mean on Saturdays and Sundays from 4 to 6. And I put them on that outdoor bacon thing, but I try not to publicize too much because I don't want to be like, look, everybody gather. But technically, Mutiny Radio is a gallery, and galleries are allowed to be open at 20% capacity as long as people have masks on. And so 
we are our capacity is 50 so it would be 10 people so right now we're still in our bounds so i just want to yeah let everybody know like that's what's happening legally or whatever but we have comedy at asiento on wednesdays and then it's going to be coming back at resolute bar on sundays that's six seven eight geary um i think our first show will be on valentine's day and i'm booking all these shows and then atlas cafe is coming back to atlas cafe sf we're going to do two 30 p.m. comedy show on Saturdays there in their beautiful parklet. Does anyone else have any, before we end, do, does anyone have anything to plug? Any Zoom shows or shows they're doing upcoming? Fuck Zoom, but uh, the Crazy Horse downtown San Francisco will be opening sometime in this month, February, and God bless and thank strippers! God. Yeah, Crazy Horse is strippers. Matt Quirk has something to... The only thing I want to plug, I think we should start calling Zoom mics closed mics <laughs> from now on, just to be clear about what people are advertising. Fair enough. Well, thank you all for being here. Um, be safe. Enjoy the rain. Yeah, Venmo is Mutiny Radio. All one word. It's Bert and Ernie as the icon. I know that's weird. It's such a long story. I just don't even have time. Like, <laughs> But um, thank you. And... And thanks for donating to Mutiny Radio and listening, everybody. And we stream live 24 hours a day. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Bye.
Let's go with your friends at Mutiny Radio. St. Valentine's Day Mascara, streaming live on Facebook, Sunday, February 14th, 11 a.m., an international affair hosted by Ms. Noir. Do you crave a carnal cocktail? Are you longing for some lecherous marriage? Is it seduction from a sultry cloud that you sit on, or would you rather be ravaged by a woman and drive? Care to mention a little voyeuristic versification with this lyrical libertine? Or could this wanton harassment maybe with an allegorical adultery? Why not slate your St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. 14th of February 2021. 11am PST. Facebook Live. A date for everyone. Hosted by Ms. Noir. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins. A local mission, a leather working shop, all original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff? Talk to Under. Go to SkinOnSkins.com. That's S-K-I-N-O-N-S-K-I-N-S.com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see Under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. You put the zipper back in. Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com.
Jackie, that song is called Acid and Fapping. What is flat black plastic? What could it be? It's exactly what you think it is. Flat black plastic. Vinyl. Records. Round. Played. Mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto. Amazing artist. Music DJ. Vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. Social matters with mutiny radio. Pick up the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great big fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. subject of this song is uh, something all of you have seen one time or another. It's an old roadhouse. And we're down in the south or in the Midwest or maybe on the way to Bakersfield. And we're, we're driving in a 57 Chevy to an old roadhouse. Can you dig it? You know, it's about uh, 1.30. 
And we're not driving too fast, but we're not driving too slow either. We got a six pack of beer in the car, a few joints, and we're just uh, listening to the radio and uh, driving through the old roadhouse, through nature. Dig it?
for the end. Lions in the street. Lions in the street and roaming dogs in heat. Rabbit foaming a beast cage in the heart of the city.
2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been... It's six o'clock. It's time here at mutinyradio.fm and .sf for outdoor comedy. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put on a little Miles Davis. We're going to chill out and listen to the dulcet tones of jazz here as we get ready for a great show out on the street, socially distanced, everyone wearing masks, hilarious comics. Can't wait for it. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We'll be right back. Check, check, check. I got a Russian friend and a Czech one, too.
Bundle up, Buttercup. Oh, we're going to get started in about five minutes. We got the ladies here. Yeah. Hey, they're a real audience. Excited about that. Hey, guy driving by in a car. Yeah. Comedy going to happen here in a few minutes. 
Yeah, it's good. It's like it's it's the new speed dating. You just get a microphone and stand on the street at yelling guys in cars. Is that is that like catcalling? Is that like the old days? Is that feminism is real? Subjectify equally. Uh, all right, we're gonna get started in a few minutes. Yeah.
You already have comedy pneumonia? You cold? You bundled up, Buttercup? You okay? You're gonna be. Oh, I'm. I'm sorry. It's good to keep the mask on. It's one of the only good things about the mask is we get to be perpetually warm now. So that's nice. Also, it covers up my crepey neck. No one knows how old I am. Yay! I just got French Botox. That's when you cut bangs <laughs> for yourself. So with the mask and the sunglasses and the bangs. I mean, from behind, I look like I'm 22, you know? It's like, I always wanted to be, I mean, I never wanted to be pregnant, but I always wanted to be one of those pregnant women that you see them from the back, and they just look like a regular lady, and they turn sideways, and you're like, whoa! You're growing an alien inside you, that's cool! How'd you keep your ass so small? Kids? No, you guys are too young, clearly. Too young. I have abortions older than you. I think that's it's true. I had my first abortion in 1995. That's 25 years ago. 26 now, if you can do the math. 26 years ago, I had my first abortion, and I only have one regret about that abortion. And that's, uh, you know, I didn't have the kid because right now I could be having sex with all of his friends. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> Mistakes in my life. Uh, I've been dating. That's weird and uh, fun. You guys, you do the you do the dates, you do the internet, da you do the Tinders and the Bumbles and the profiles and the stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't do the internet dating. Uh, some people say raise the bar. Some people say lower the bar. I say meet at the bar. Like that's how you get it done. Oh, do we have to have a? But so I, I don't, I don't have an internet profile. Uh, but I, 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 I have been, I have been dating, and I feel like it's like. It's like trying on shoes. It, you know, you go and you you like the pattern of the shoes, and you go, "Ooh, those are cute shoes," but then the shoes are no good. They make your feet. You try to fit into the shoes. You're like, "I'm gonna try 
and you walk around in the shoes for a minute, and they're just, oh, they just don't fit right, and, and then you get a blister. Do you know what I mean? It's just like dating. You end up getting a blister. That's a herpes joke for you guys. Anybody else? I'm, I'm more afraid of herpes than uh, COVID, by the way. I'm like, don't spit in my mouth, dude. I don't know you. I'm not afraid. <laughs> Gross. What am I going to get there? Good. Everyone's got the herp. No, they do. 70% of people have it. It's true. There's some San Francisco hygiene issues uh, that I've been dealing with personally. Uh, I, 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 found, I found these tights in a tree in the mission. These are tree tights. <laughs> That's a thing. Uh, my question is, if my tree tights don't smell like pee, do I have to wash them before I wear them? No. I've been wearing them for like 18 days, and now they smell like my pee. But I kind of like that. That's weird, right? Is that gross? Okay. I like the smell of my pee. Uh, San Francisco hygiene question number two. When you're using the public restroom at Civic Center, do you leave the toilet seat up or down after you've been slamming heroin? Is that more of an etiquette question, really? I'm not sure. Uh, the last hygiene question. I'm trying to lower my carbon footprint. I don't know about y'all. So when I'm going number two, if I use the same teepee to wipe my nose and then my tushy, can I give my butthole herpes? Dermatologist says yes. Herpes simplex one and two, same herpes, just location, location, location. I live in the Tenderloin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so nice. I always know that I'm dressed cute when I get propositioned for sex. <laughs> you know, like, this is a cute outfit. Thank you. I, I you cannot pay me for sex. You could get uh, ketamine maybe, but not, <laughs> no. but not like actual money. It's just trade economy. I have been getting, I've been getting cat ca complimented, called. It's hard to tell. I don't know if they're compliments or cat calls. A gentleman uh, looked at me and he said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. Oh, that's a compliment, and I'm taking it. Thank you, sir. I look good. Walked by another gentleman, and he looked at me deep in the eyes, and he said, you look like you know something. <sighs> I've always wanted to be seen as smart, like you. You get me, you see me, so happy. I try not to wear skirts because I get unwarranted compliments. A gentleman said, girl, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Ah! Ah, it's tackling. Also, like, that's gross, bro. Like, why do you want to smell that dude's jizz? Like, that's, it's like your problem. That's like, it's like, it's on you, man. Actually, it's all over me. It's all, <laughs> that's the problem. It's the, meow. I do understand cat calling. I really do because I have a kitten. Who has cats? Who loves cats? Cats, 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 yay. Bow to your alien overlords, the cats with one paw. Yes. I do, I do love cats. But I know, I try to cat call my cat all the time. I say, baby kitty, come here. I love you, baby kitty, come here. And then she ignores me. I'm like, baby kitty, you get over here. She shows me her butthole, and I'm like, you are asking for it. And I run over, and I pick her up without consent, and I flip her over like a baby, and I kiss her on the mouth. It's cat calling. Doesn't work on cats either. <laughs> it doesn't work on anybody. 
Sorry. That's not a COVID cough. That's that's a weed cough. Every cough I have started with a fat bowl of weed. Don't worry. Don't worry about me. Uh, I am I am getting super old though. I know that I'm old because I had to use my reading glasses to pack my bong. Forgot trichomes, bicomes. It's so pretty. <laughs> I left my reading glasses on. I looked up in the mirror and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> who is that? I am not pretty. I saw my wrinkles all close up. Ah! I like to beer goggle myself. That's why I try not to wear my glasses. Everything's so fuzzy and pretty. <laughs> Put Vaseline on the lens, Mr. DeMille. That's some okay, Vaseline. Oof. Not a good lubricant. <laughs> well, I guess, anyways, I didn't mean to go there. I'm sorry, I've been dating, I've been thinking about weird things. I'm going through menopause, so I am horny as, like, the F word that I didn't use. Look how I started, I like, woo! It's crazy. My eggs are screaming as they're getting out of my body. They're like, what's going on? They're screaming. The eggs are screaming. She doesn't have eggs yet. She's, um, I have, like, two eggs left. <laughs> I was really... I was really bummed out about the Super Bowl because, like, Tom Brady was playing or whatever, and I guess he was doing well, but I'm kind of angry because I feel like we're misusing his natural talents. Right? Tom Brady should not be on the field throwing footballs around. He should be locked in the closet hooked up to a jizz machine because we should be taking all of his sperm and giving it to everyone. Tom Brady babies for all. There is another astronaut in that nutsack. The next president is in that nutsack. I know it. I mean, I'm going through menopause and I have an IUD, but I would rip out my IUD with these sharp fingernails to put some Tom Brady sperm in there. Are you kidding me? A miracle baby? He's 44, I'm 46. We could have the next president. I'll be older than Joe Biden. Yeah, I'm not going to live that long. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I got... I got a, a loan from the government to keep this place alive, a 30-year fixed loan. And I'm like, joke's on you, government. I'm not going to live 30 years. <laughs> you think I'm paying you back? <laughs> right? 30 years. I'm old. That's, that's fun stuff. Uh, let me connect with you more before I... Oh, yeah. This is the exciting thing about menopause. Like, I am crazy. I think I have... I think I have a homeless boyfriend now. Like, um, if gift giving is my love language, I've given him so many edibles. And the other day, I gave him a puffy jacket and a pair of old jeans. And he was so excited. And I think that was my dowry. And we might we might be getting married. I don't know. I'm, I think next time he shares his chow mein with me, we're like a street officially street kid married. He's cute. Hey. You're in a car. Yay. Oh. There's policemen. Police are cool. <laughs> you, you guys know any cool cops? You know any cool cops? Anybody like cool cops? Any cops when you're on the street and you're smoking a spliff and you're like, you cool cop? <laughs> you want you want a hit, bro? San Francisco. Anybody ever done that? No. I'll 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 close on a little white privilege thing since I was talking about the cops. I know that I have white privilege because I did this thing once in the mission and I didn't get arrested. Uh, it was 1.45 in the morning and I had cute shoes on and I had an outfit and I was like, and my feet hurt. And I was holding my shoes in the air and I was like, I need a cab, I need a cab. And what pulled up was a police car and they were like, well, what do you need help with, ma'am? And I was like, I need a cab. And they drove me home. 
the San Francisco PD put me in the back of the car and drove me to the Tenderloin. They're like, you really, you need to, we need to help keep you safe. I'm like, I know, I'm white, help me. No, it wasn't, it wasn't because I was white. It's because I'm a woman. I'm kidding. I'm putting back feminism so many years. That's the thing. If you're not going to wear your mask right now, at least you could smile at me for feminism. You know, like you're not wearing your mask. Smile. Thank you. The guys inside get the feminist joke. That's good. Close on a quick feminist joke here. Knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own door. Thank you. <laughs> I think the precept of feminism. I don't know how it works. I don't read books. No, that's not true. I do. I do read books. A lot of women in the 70s burned bras and read books so I could talk about my butthole on stage. Yeah. Which incidentally looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. I am old. <laughs> that just happens, whether you have a baby or not. <laughs> it's, ooh. it's a hemorrhoids joke. Did you guys get the, it wasn't a herpes joke. I don't have herpes on my butthole yet. <laughs> Sorry. Yay. Like a professional ending on a butt joke with herpes. Yay. Uh, so I'm your host tonight, Pam Benjamin. You can clap for me. Yay. Me. Uh, yeah, and this is the perfect costume for today. I pulled together some Grey Gardens stuff. Every, anybody know Grey Gardens? Yeah? Okay, so you know how she took, like, tops and skirts and flipped them upside down? This used to be a top. This was a top from, like, seriously, from, like, 1994. This was a top I used to wear. And today I was like, I think this is a skirt. I think this is the perfect costume for today. Little Edie Beale joke for you. All right. Are you ready to get this comedy started? Yes! I'm Ben Benjamin. I'm from Mutiny Radio. I'm your host tonight. This is a jar that I'll be accepting money in later. Uh, we have a really great, huge lineup. And comedians from all over the place, from as far flung as Walnut Creek. <laughs> and, and even farther still, L.A. and all kinds of great places. Your first comedian, he's a lovely gentleman, and he shows up here on Mondays for the Joke Workshop. And this is his first showcase in front of an actual audience. So I need you to be the sweetest, kindest people and clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Ian Langlands, yay! It's actually a lie. I, this is not my first time. I don't know where she got that information from. So you can, you can uh, raise your expectations for me now. Okay, comedy. Okay. Um, it's an interesting point Pam brought up is about herpes and COVID and what would you rather have? Because that's kind of a question that I've been having is like people that are actively dating right now and you're sitting across from them. Like, what are you thinking? Would you rather them have COVID or would you rather them have an STD? Because if they got an STD, then you just like have to tell all your sexual partners that you have it. Or if it's COVID, then you got to tell everybody you've ever met in the past like seven months. So I don't know what's more of a burden. That's just um, that's just me rambling. Um, okay, let's move on to something a little lighter. Does anybody have a loved one with dementia? That's an actual question. No, does anybody have dementia? By the way, anybody? No, I guess you, I guess you wouldn't remember anyway. Um, no, but my grandma has dementia, um, and I was. 
A few months ago, I was tasked with the uh, lovely quest to take care of her for a few hours. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I'm 21. I should be going out partying, and i got to take care of my demented grandmother. Um, you know, not, not how I would like to live that Saturday morning, but, you know, that's how it is. Um, and so I was worried that I had to do all this stuff with her, but really what you got to do with someone who has dementia, you just watch Game Show Network and make sure they don't jump off the balcony. Just <laughs> it's pretty easy, actually. Um, and I don't know what it is after you pass the threshold of being 70 years old, you just become, like, infatuated with game shows. I don't know what that is. And, sh and she loves it. You know, she loves it. And then her favorite show came on, which was Jeopardy. And uh, I, I couldn't tell you why her favorite show was Jeopardy. Like, she couldn't recognize herself in the mirror, let alone, like, know who the leader of Prussia was in 1860. But she loves Jeopardy. So we're watching Jeopardy, you know. We're rolling, we're rolling, we're rolling. I'm just sitting, I'm trying to enjoy myself. And she turns to me and she goes, when did that man get here? And we're alone in the room. And I didn't know that this task was going to come with questions. So I'm like, okay, Grandma, let's just, uh, let's just move on from this. So I ignore her. And we move on. Five minutes later, she asks me again. She goes, who's that man in the suit? When did that man in the suit get here? So now I fucking realize that I have to convince my demented grandmother that the ghost of Alex Trebek is not in the room with us. Um, not, a, not a fun thing to do, I'll tell you. And so I keep telling her, I'm like, Grandma, no, Alex Trebek is not in the room with us. Oh, and by the way, if a loved one starts seeing the ghosts of game show hosts, then you might want to double check you're on the will because they're on the way out, okay? Um, <laughs> that's awful. Okay. God bless. Okay, so so I tell her, I'm like, Grandma, Alex Rick's not in the room, and she's not budging. And I'm trying to tell her, I'm like, hey, you're the one with the deteriorating brain. I would trust me, okay? I'm the, one, I'm the expert. She doesn't believe me. We're rolling, we're rolling, and I'm like, you know, I'm young. I like to have fun. Let's play a little game with her. So I tell her she's a contestant on Jeopardy. That's fun, right? You know, that's what you do with, you know, when you're taking care of your 80-year-old grandmother. She's a contestant on Jeopardy, and she lights up. She loves it. So I start rambling questions off to her, and her brain's stuck in 1973, so naturally she's getting them all wrong. But who cares, okay? This is probably the last light she'll have in her life for, I don't know, maybe a few months. Um, <laughs> um, so rambling questions, she's getting them wrong, and then my mom walks in. And it's final jeopardy. And so I turn to my grandma and I go, who wrote the poem, The Raven? And she replies, Frank Sinatra? Wrong. So I naturally I pulled the plug on her because if she, <laughs> if she doesn't get final jeopardy, then she's not going to make it any, any longer. Jeez, I just packed like seven dead grandma jokes in one and none of them landed. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but she did eventually pass. Um, God rest her soul. It was, a, it was a trippy thing, her funeral, because it was, like, during COVID. So, like, that's a time when you really need to, like, touch people and hug people, and you couldn't do any of that, and it was all surreal, and, you know, it was a whole thing. So we had the funeral, we had the service, and a uh, small group of us go back to my parents' house for dinner. And when you, when someone dies and they pass through the mortuary, you get little, like, name cards of the person with a little bio, and we noticed that we got the wrong name card. It was some guy named Peter Chang. Peter Chang is not the name of my grandmother. Um, we're like, hey, that's kind of weird that we got this guy's name. And then we think, I'm like, wait a minute. The mortuary gave us the wrong name cards. Was that the right casket? And we looked to my uncle and we're like, so was that the right casket? And he goes, I don't know. I never saw it. Because why would you see the casket that your mother would be buried in? 
I don't know. So now when people ask me the name of my grandmother, I have to answer in the form of a question, who is Peter Chang? Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, he is my, Peter Chang is my grandma now because he's buried with my grandfather in that plot, um, which is really sad. And all, in all honesty, my grandmother's body may or may not have been shipped to Beijing to be married. 